there's another fellow that we've had coached in the 10 loans a month academy dustin carlson who's an absolute beast he'll make 300 calls in a day you know 100 calls is not even a busy day for him and he can cold call anybody now that is a unique skill set that most people are not going to be able to do and you're not going to replicate it so why it's sort of like michael jordan can dunk from the free throw line back in the day most people should probably shoot the layup like you probably should stand under the hoop you know just off to one side bounce off the backboard and put it in that's your best bet now there are some people that can dunk from the free throw line doesn't mean you should try it same thing with cold calling you can do it but most people are not going to succeed with it the most inspiring stories from today's most successful mortgage brokers join your host scott peckford on i love mortgage brokering why cold calling doesn't work for 97 percent of the population and what you can do about it in this solo episode i'm going to be talking about the four different types of outreach that you can do and how to actually be successful with them but how each one is better than the one before and how to upgrade your communication plan Hi, my name is Scott Beckford. I'm the founder of Vital Mortgage Brokering, as well as Bricks Mortgage, Canada's fastest growing mortgage company. And today I want to share with you just some frameworks some thinking around communication, reaching out to people, whether you're doing cold outreach, warm, and some strategies to go from cold to much warmer to even hot in some cases. Before I jump into that, I want to give a shout out to our title sponsor, Finmo. Finmo is a Canadian mortgage application, document collection, submission platform designed specifically for Canadian borrowers. It's very easy for borrowers to use. It's got cool features like smart docs, it knows what documents the client needs based on the app. It's got smart submission notes, pulls key data from the app, and it talks really nicely with Lender Spotlight, which is the best tool for searching rates and guidelines. Check them out at lendescom slash Finmo. A bunch of our people use them and they absolutely will love it. Okay, so let's talk about outreach. I wanna tell you a quick story before I do and share with you the four different ways that you can do outreach and what the pros and cons of each are. So I had a coaching client named McDaniel Phillips. You can go back and listen to a couple of podcast episodes I've done with him. I did a show called Five Steps to Five Million, which was my very first working with rookie agents and showing them how to find business. And McDaniel was one of my students and he is a go-getter, let me tell you. So I remember we had taught him how to do some warm outreach and he got really, really good at it. And he was not a, what I'd say is an extroverted type guy, but he started to build that muscle. And then he just literally started looking up top real estate agents in his market and cold calling them. And he would just say, Hey, my name's McDaniel. I've been doing some research. Looks like you're one of the top agents in your market. And I don't want to sit down and talk to you. And he did it with so much swagger and confidence. Remember one time he told me that one of the realtors is like, hold on, just stop, pause for a second. Let me get this straight. You're literally just making a list of all the top realtors and you're calling them and you want to meet them. And he's like, yeah. And he literally would get success from this. Now, most people, A, don't have the swagger because it's not just the words you use, by the way. It's also the tonality. If you don't sound believable, if you're like, excuse me, hi, like it ain't going to work. But he was able to, over the period of just building up that muscle, to be able to do this and do it very, very effectively. And he's built a very great business on the back of you know having good realtor partners. Okay, so here's the thing about McDaniel. And there's another fellow that we've had coach in the 10 Loans a Month Academy, Dustin Carlson, who's an absolute beast. He'll make 300 calls in a day. You know, 100 calls is not even a busy day for him. And he can cold call anybody. Now, that is a unique skill set that most people are not going to be able to do. And you're not going to replicate it. So why? It's sort of like... Michael Jordan can dunk from the free throw line back in the day. Most people should probably shoot the layup. Like you probably should stand under the hoop, you know, just off to one side, bounce off the backboard and put it in. That's your best bet. Now, there are some people that can dunk from the free throw line. Doesn't mean you should try it. Same thing with cold calling. You can do it, but most people are not going to succeed with it. So how do you 
make this easier on yourself? And what are the four different stages this goes through? So the very, obviously the first stage is cold. So you literally just phone somebody up and get them talking and try and convince them to you know do a meeting with you or extend the conversation and a couple of tips on this. And so as a guy, Asim Ali, another one of our past episodes, you can listen to and before becoming a mortgage broker, he was actually a debt collector. And if you're a debt collector, one of the first things you do when you phone people is you don't say, hey, this is Scott from ABC Debt Collecting. I'm looking for Sally Smith because you know what Sally Smith is going to say? She's going to say, this ain't Sally Smith. You're not staying on that phone call long. So what Asim figured out how to do was he would call people, but he would not tell them who he was. So he wouldn't say, hey, it's Asim calling. How you doing? He would start a conversation and only once the conversation got going, would he then reveal who he was? And so I call it the mystery caller technique. And so if you are going to cold call, that is one way that you can do it. It's not the only way, but it is one way. And of course, for the record, the stuff I'm going to share with you is just stuff that I have used or I've personally seen work doesn't mean it's the only way to do it. There are plenty of ways to build a successful mortgage business. I'm just sharing what I've seen work for me and my coaching clients. And so just take that as my little disclaimer, because some people are like, wow, that's not why I do it. Don't do it that way. I don't care. It's up to you, man. I'm just sharing with you what I have found that works just as a side note. So cold if you're going to be cold, you can use a mystery caller technique. Another thing to keep in mind is if you're leaving a voicemail, if you're somebody that you don't know and you call up a realtor and say, hey, this is Scott from you know BRX Mortgage, give me a show back. They're probably not calling you back, right? Because it's like, unless you've left a good reason for them to call you back, why are they going to call you? However, if it's, hey, it's Scott Beckford calling, give me a show back at da, 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 They're going to be like, I don't know who this person is. I probably should call them back, right? And now you actually get a call back. So that's another little tip for cold. Cold is the hardest to do. For most people, I don't recommend it. Second thing you can do, and this is something that my buddy Stevie D has mastered, is if he is going to cold call people, and he will do it, and he's also got the skills for this, is he will go and look them up online and look up their LinkedIn, their Facebook, and their Instagram, and he will find some common connection. So the first is cold. The second is a common interest. So do we have something in common that we could talk about? You know, the example that he shared with me is he saw another realtor that he wanted to meet that was a big producer and didn't have any clients that work with them, didn't have any connections. And so he researched the guy online and then he found, oh, he's also into UFC fighting. I like UFC fighting. Maybe we could be friends. And so he reaches out to him and the conversation starts with, you know what? Hey, Bob, great to connect. You know, I noticed that you're also into UFC and he starts a whole conversation around that. And only when then gets into what he does and starts to build a rapport. And so you can actually use a common interest. So that's a slightly better move than cold. Cold is the hardest common interest. The next level up would be, my opinion, inside information. So first is cold, common interest. Third is inside information. Inside information would be, I know something about that person that is not on social, that is specific and is like, okay, how do you know this about me? So for example, if somebody called me up and said, hey, Scott, I want to meet with you, right? I'm like, probably not going to meet with them. You know, not because I'm super important, just because I got a lot of pressure on my time and I have to be very careful about, you know, what I fit into my calendar. But if somebody reached out to me and said, hey, Scott, I was talking to your buddy, Ryan Wiley, and Ryan said da, 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 and said that we should connect, I'm probably going to talk to that guy because there's some connection and Ryan's my friend. I trust him and trust his opinion. So if he has some inside information about my friend, uh, then I'm going to listen. So how do you get inside information on a realtor that you don't currently know? Well, the way that I recommend doing this and the way that we've coached our agents and clients on this is our coaching clients is we get them to survey their database, their database, meaning their network, people on their phone, people on their email list, people on their Facebook, and ask them this single question. Hey, if you were looking to sell your house tomorrow, which realtor would you trust? Which realtor would you use? So I'll walk you through this. So imagine I go and ask that question to people in my network. They're going to have somebody. 
most of them will have somebody. And if they say, oh, talk to Bob Smith, if that's all they tell me, that's not enough information. What I want to do is I want to say, oh, thank you so much for that. What's great about Bob Smith? Tell me something I need to know about Bob Smith. And now they're going to say, oh, well, the last time that we bought a house with Bob, you know, there was a huge issue with the zoning. He was able to work with the city. He sorted it out for us. We're able to get the property. It was amazing. The guy's fantastic. Now, just imagine, I get this inside information. Now, when I reach out to Bob Smith and I start talking to him, say, hey, Bob, Scott Beckford here. I was just talking to Sally. She was saying to me that when you helped her get a place, you had massive issues with the zoning, but somehow you were able to pull some strings at the city hall and get it sorted for them. Man, you sound like the kind of real estate agent I'd love to work with. Listen, I'm in the mortgage business, and then you just go into your pitch from there. So if I do that, Bob is not going to be rude to me because if Bob is rude to me, he's being rude to his client, Sally. So the inside information is next level up. So you go cold, common interest, inside information. Now, the best way to do this, so what I would say is the gold star is getting a warm introduction. So imagine, go back to that. I reach out to my database. I say to, you know, hey, who'd you use as a real estate agent if you're to sell your house? And they tell me Bob Smith, then I get some inside information. They say, this is great. And I say, hey, look, would you mind sending an intro email between me and Bob? I'd love to talk to him. So now I get an intro, right? And that intro email goes from the client to the realtor to me saying, hey, Bob, I think you really need to meet with Scott. You guys should connect. Da, 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 da. Now it's going to even be another level. And you've got the inside information and you've got that warm introduction. Those two things are the best. Back to my example of me and Ryan Wiley. Imagine somebody reaches out to me and they say, hey, I was talking to Ryan. They share something specifically and why Ryan thinks we should connect. Okay, that's good. But if I get an email from Ryan saying, hey, Scott, I just talked to this person. You really need to chat. They do X, Y, and Z. The chances of that person getting in my calendar are above 90%, like 95% or higher. Probably 100%, honestly. What am I kidding? Like only if we just can't make the timing work, that person's getting in my calendar because I got a warm introduction from somebody that I already know, like, and trust. So you can do all of these. And again, you can do cold. And we've got people that have done cold. McDaniel is an example of cold. You can do common interest, which is okay. You know, you can do inside information, which is better. And then finally, you can do warm introduction. What we call this went, by the way, this, this sort of the framework that you want to build this whole thing around is a triangle for trust. So if you imagine a triangle and in one corner is you, in one corner is your person that knows them. And then the one corner is the person that you want to meet. Triangling for trust means you are basically trying to connect between you, that person, and the person you want to meet. That's it. Really simple. So not a real complex concept, but with a few tweaks, you can definitely make it much, much more effective for you when you're reaching out. So try to keep those things in mind, those four different ways you can do outreach. If you found this helpful, please share it. You know, I appreciate if you could just, you know, hit the share button, send it to a friend, say, hey, check this out. We should consider doing this. Definitely use that question, you know, survey your network, your database, ask them about who do you know? You know, here's what I found with that particular strategy is when I ask for advice, I get business. So if I ask my friends, colleagues for advice, I'm not asking them to say, hey, use me for a mortgage broker. I will ask them for advice and then business just comes. I think this has happened so many times. I've lost count how many times agents have surveyed their database and they're like, Scott, I asked them about a realtor question. They ignored the question and came back and said, hey, can you help me with a renewal or refinance? Yes, I can. I can absolutely help you. So anyways, I encourage you guys to check that out. Please share this episode and I will see you on the next show. This is an I Love Mortgage Brokering production.